Section 3 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, May 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Cuba, Part 3, by Robert T. Hill. Inhabitants. Perhaps there is no question upon which the American people are so ill-informed as upon that of the population of Cuba. It is impossible to obtain accurate statistics owing to the fact that no reliable census has been taken by the government for many decades. All figures which may be presented are merely estimates, and great variation is found in those given by different authorities. The latest census of Cuba, published December 31, 1887, gives the population as follows. Provinces Habana, 8,610 square kilometers. White, 344,417. Colored, 107,511. Total, 451,928. Percent of colored race, 24. Density, 52.49. Pinar del Rio, 8,486 square kilometers. White, 167,160. Colored, 58,731. Total, 225,891. Percent of colored race, 26. Density, 26.62. Matanzas. 14,967 square kilometers. White, 143,169. Colored, 116,409. Total, 259,578. Percent of colored race, 45. Density, 17.34. Santa Clara, 23,083 square kilometers. White, 244,345. Colored, 109,777. Total, 354,122. Percent of colored race, 31. Density, 15.34. Puerto Principe, 32,341 square kilometers. White, 54,232. Colored, 13,557. Total, 67,789. Percent of colored race, 20. Density, 2.10. Santiago de Cuba, 35,119 square kilometers. White, 157,980. Colored, 114,399. Total, 272,379. Percent of colored race, 42. Density, 7.76. Total, 122,606 square kilometers. White, 1,111,303. Colored, 520,384. Total, 1,631,687. Percent of colored race, average 32. Density, 13.31.
the population of the principal towns has been estimated as follows west habana one hundred ninety eight thousand seven hundred twenty guanabacoa twenty nine thousand seven hundred ninety bregla eleven thousand two hundred eighty matanzas twenty seven thousand pinar del rio twenty one thousand seven hundred seventy colon twenty thousand four hundred cardenas twenty three thousand six hundred eighty central puerto principe forty six thousand six hundred forty cienfuegos twenty seven thousand four hundred thirty santo espiritu thirty two thousand six hundred trinidad twenty seven thousand six hundred forty east santiago seventy one thousand three hundred holguin thirty four thousand seven hundred sixty manzanillo twenty three thousand two hundred few realize the important fact that environment is quite as potent a factor as racial or political conditions in producing the social status and nowhere is this great principle more plainly exemplified than in the west indies and tropical mainlands where adjacent islands present most striking contrasts in the character and conditions of their populations the antiguans barbadians barbudans martiniques jamaicans haitians and cubans are socially and racially as distinct from each other as the inhabitants of the great countries of europe were it not for the facts of history one would believe that each population was indigenous to its habitat instead of having been transplanted from the old world within four centuries nowhere are these distinctions more apparent than in the four antilles themselves especially as seen in the islands of cuba haiti and jamaica the people of which have hardly one trait in common cuba and puerto rico are the only two tropical islands where the white race has become thoroughly acclimated and cuba alone contains ten times more whites of spanish stock than all the british west indies contain whites of english stock foreigners of the total population of cuba about thirty thousand are chinese male laborers the spanish-born not counting the present army of invasion probably do not exceed thirty thousand while counting all others there are not over fifty thousand caucasian foreigners this foreign population except the chinese is engaged in office-holding trade and shipping and is largely confined by residents to the cities which contain fully one-third of the total population these foreigners having no other interest in the welfare of the country than gain of wealth and possessing no intention of permanent residence should not be considered in any manner as representative of the cuban people although alas their voice has in recent political events almost drowned that of the true inhabitants to the cubans the foreign spaniards are known as intransigentes and between the two classes the governors and the governed owing to the despotism of the former a bitter hatred has existed since eighteen twelve and has been more strongly accentuated since the surrender of zanjon in eighteen seventy six when the rebellious cubans laid down their arms under unfulfilled promises of autonomy and local self-government similar to schemes lately presented the cubans seventy-five per cent of the native population of the island is found outside of the spanish capital of habana which being the seat of an unwelcome form despotism 
is no more representative of cuban life or character than is the english city of hong kong of the rural chinese while the Habanese have had the freest communication with the united states during the last three years of the revolution americans have had little opportunity to hear from the true white cuban population the cubans are mostly found in the provinces and provincial cities especially in pinar del rio and the eastern provinces of santa clara puerto principe and santiago although of spanish blood the cubans through adaptation to environment have become a different class from the people of the mother country just as the american stock has differentiated from the english under the influence of their surroundings they have developed into a gentle industrious and normally peaceable race not to be judged by the combativeness which they have developed under a tyranny such as has never been imposed upon any other people the better class of camagueños as the natives are fond of calling themselves are certainly the finest the most valiant and the most independent men of the island while the women have the highest type of beauty it is their boast that no cuban woman has ever become a prostitute and crime is certainly almost unknown among them while these people may not possess our local customs and habits they have strong traits of civilized character including honesty family attachment hospitality politeness of address and a respect for the golden rule while numerically inferior to the annual migration of poles jews and italians into the eastern united states against which no official voice is raised they are too far superior to these people to justify the abuse that has been heaped upon them by those who have allowed their judgment to be prejudiced by fears that they might by some means be absorbed into our future population notwithstanding the disadvantages under which the cubans have labored they have contributed many members to the learned professions to educate their sons and daughters in the institutions of the united states england and france has always been the highest ambition of the creoles of cuba and puerto rico the influence of their educated men is felt in many countries the most distinguished professor of civil engineering two leading civil engineers of our navy and the most eminent authority on yellow fever in our country belonging to this class thousands of these people driven from their beloved island have settled in paris london new york mexico and the west indies where they hold honorable positions in society and even the exiles of the lower classes with their superior agricultural arts have been eagerly welcomed in countries like jamaica mexico and florida which hope to share with cuba the benefits of its tobacco culture these are the people who are the leaders of the movement for cuba libre and who struggled so valiantly to throw off the yoke of an inferior governing class no cause in all history has been more just than theirs no self-sacrificing heroism greater and yet the world during all the agitation of the past three years has known little of them so completely have they been cut off from communication while such little as has been heard has had to find its outlet through the stronghold of their enemies the negroes in addition to the white creole population thirty-two per cent are black or colored using the latter word in its correct signification of a mixture of the black and white this black population of cuba has been as little understood in this country as has been the creole especially by those who have alleged that in case cuba should gain her freedom the island would become a second haiti the black and colored people of the island as a class are more independent and manly in their bearing 
than their brethren of the united states having possessed even before slavery was abolished on the island the four rights of free marriage of seeking a new master at their option of purchasing their freedom by labor and of acquiring property while the negro shares with the creole the few local rights possessed by any of the inhabitants their social privileges are greater than here although a strong caste feeling exists miscegenation has also produced many mulattoes but race mixture is no more common than in this country the colored people of cuba belong to several distinct classes the majority of them are descendants of slaves imported during the present century but a large number like the negroes of colombia and the maroons of jamaica come from a stock which accompanied the earliest spanish settlers like estevan the negro who with the two white companions of cabeza de vaca first crossed the united states from the gulf of mexico to california in fifteen twenty eight thirty six the amalgamation of this class in the past century with the spanish stock produced a superior class of free mulattoes of the antonio maceo type unlike any people in this country with which they can be compared the current expressions of fear concerning the future relations of this race in cuba seem inexplicable the slaves of the south were never subjected to a more abject servitude than have been the free-born whites of cuba for they at least were protected from arbitrary capital punishment imprisonment and deportation without form of trial such as that to which all the cubans are still subjected and the white race of this country or any other country has furnished few more exalted examples of patriotism than the mulattoes toussaint l'ouverture or antonio maceo the experiences of the past have shown that there is no possibility of cuba becoming africanized without constant renewal by immigration the five hundred twenty thousand colored people one half of whom are mulattoes represent the diminished survival of over one million african slaves that have been imported the spaniards had the utmost difficulty in acclimatizing and establishing this race upon the island while jamaica and other west india islands are a most prolific negro breeding ground the race could not be made to thrive in cuba those persons who undertake to say what the social conditions of cuba would be under independence should look elsewhere than to haiti for comparison even were the population of cuba black as it is not the island of jamaica would afford a much better contrast this island only about one-tenth the size of cuba is composed of mountainous lands like the least fertile portion of cuba has a population wherein the blacks outnumber the whites forty-four to one yet under the beneficent influence of the english colonial system its civilization is one of which any land might be proud possessing highways sanitation and other public improvements even superior to those of our own country and such as have never been permitted by spain and cuba even though cuba should become a second haiti which it could not there is some satisfaction in knowing in the light of historic events that haiti free although still groveling in the savagery which it inherited is better off than it would have been had napoleon succeeded in forcing its people back into slavery as he endeavored to do another fact which will stand against the africanizing of cuba is that it is highly probable that nearly one-half of these five hundred thousand colored people had been destroyed during the present insurrection a large number of them had but recently been released from the bonds of slavery and were naturally the poorer class of the island 
upon which the hardships have mostly fallen being generally the field hands in the sugar districts of habana montanza and santa clara where the death rate of the terrible wiler recocentramiento has been greatest three hundred thousand of the five hundred thousand blacks belong to these provinces and of this number fully one half have been starved to death the population of cuba has undergone great modification since the collection of the statistics given what changes the deplorable conflict has wrought can only be surmised beyond doubt however the population has at least been reduced to a million inhabitants by immigration of non-combatants destruction in battle official deportation of suspects and political prisoners and by the reconcentration the rural population of the four western provinces of pinar del rio habana Mantanzas, and santa clara has been totally obliterated estimates of this extermination are all more or less conjectural but the bishop of habana is authority for the statement that more than four hundred thousand people have been buried in the consecrated cemetery the shaded portions of the accompanying diagram show the depopulated portions of cuba End of section three